Welcome to the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. On each and every episode, Brian talks with coaches, athletes, and performers in all arenas who are putting into practice the principles of peak performance that will help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be, to help you become a master of the mental game, and to help you start dominating the day. Hey, how you doing? Brian Kane, your peak performance coach here with another episode of the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. Today... Our guest is Shelby Penley. She was a 2013, 14, and 15 All-American, three-time NCAA All-American. She was the Big 12 Softball Conference Player of the Year in 2015 and again in 2013. She's sixth in NCAA history in college softball home runs for a career. She was the second overall pick in the 2015 NPF softball draft as a member of the USSSA Pride. Shelby Penley, one of the greatest college softball players of all time, thank you for sitting down and joining us on the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. Thank you. If you would, Shelby, could you give our listeners you know, your background and, and kind of where you grew up, how you got into softball, and then how your career has now taken you to being a player for the USSSA Pride and coaching softball at New Mexico? Yes. So I grew up in New Mexico um, in a town called Rio Rancho. Uh, there's nothing but dirt there, um, and the wind blows like crazy. Uh, I grew up pay- playing for um, a guy named Paul Coleman, um, who is kind of one of the biggest reasons where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, he is probably the only one in New Mexico that knows a lot about softball and knows what it takes to get to the next level, um, and he would take us to the big exposure tournaments. He would have practice that would extend six to seven hours on mm-hmm. the weekends, and um, it paid off, but it, it, was, it, was, it was tough at times practicing for that long, mentally tough mm-hmm. um, as well as physically. But um, I do relate a lot of my success to him because he did get me to that next level, and um, which would be college. And from college I went to pro, and... Um, the whole college experience helped me grow as a person and really mature and um, off the field a lot. Uh, not only on the field, but off the field. Uh, Coach Gasso, her one of the sayings she used a lot was women amongst girls, and she wanted us to be women as opposed to a girl. And um, She really wanted us to excel in the classroom um, and basically in everything we did. What did she mean by that, do you think? Explain that a little more, women amongst girls. I think just being... Um, mature and girls kind of make mistakes that are kind of related to immaturity and um, I think she just wanted us to be mature and be able to handle ourselves and uh, present ourselves in uh, a good manner you know Um, we were required to go to class in uh, jeans and a nice shirt I mean we were required to dress nice to class we couldn't just go in our workout clothes um in the airports, we were dressed for success. We were business attire, dresses, nice shoes. Um, she just wanted us to present ourselves in ways that I don't even know a good word for it, but um, professional. Professional, there you yeah. go. Um, and even now, to this, even out, outside of Oklahoma softball, I always feel like I need to present myself in a professional manner, dressed wise and um, 
so those are just kind of skills that I kind of took away from there. Shelby, you know, you've had a, you had a chance you, out of high school. You went to the University of Arizona, you know, with, with Mike Andrea, legend in softball. You went to Oklahoma, played for Patty Gasso, legend in, in college softball. And now you're coaching. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the things that you've taken from playing in two of the top programs in the country in college softball that you're now using at New Mexico that you have, you've made as a part of your coaching repertoire? Um, the biggest thing is I got to get knowledge from great people, um, great coaches that know a lot. Uh, even Coach McKay, he's, I say he's a genius because he taught me so much about hitting, um, even the science and the physics behind it. Uh, but now that I'm coaching, it's everything that I saw as a player that I didn't like as in the coaching role, I try not to be that coach. Um, now, looking at Coach Gasso, I mean, she's great, you know. Um, I don't know. Just being a good role model for the girls. Always making sure I'm doing the right thing. um, So they, like a good role model, you know, so they're doing the right thing. Um, I'm still learning every day. Let's let's transition a little bit now back to you as the player. So the mental game for Shelby Penley, what was that? What was your mental game? (laughs) Well, the more I thought, the worse I did. Um, kind of one of those players that just go out there and, and play. Um, if I went up to bat and I was thinking too much, I, I already knew instantly I was going to strike out because I was thinking. Um, so I just tried to keep my mind free and clear. Uh, and Are there things that you did to do that, like breathing or any kind of routine? Um, sometimes breathing, yeah. Sometimes just um, really focusing on being in that moment instead of thinking too far ahead or thinking about past things that have occurred, um, whether it was an error that I made the inning before or the, the last set bat I had, just trying not to think about that until after the game. Um, and that helped me a lot. And my biggest thing that got in my way was myself. Uh, so you're one, of the, you're one of the best college softball players of all time, and, and your biggest thing was you got in your way or yourself. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Um, say getting mad at myself for making an error um, instead of just hey everyone makes an error you know but I was so hard on myself mm. that uh, I expected perfection all the time and when I didn't get it it was not okay in my mind um, it was not okay to be imperfect um, and I learned over the years how to kind of just let it go and move on. And Coach Gasso was one that helped a lot with that because she wasn't going to let me do it. Um, she was she would not let me show emotion, um, and she worked a lot with me on it. Um, I did go see the pros, which is our sports psychologist, a little bit about it my senior year. Um, That's at Oklahoma. Yeah. What does pros stand for? Is that an acronym? Do you know? Um, but that's, that's like the sports psychology yeah. department at Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Nikki Moore and that crew? Yeah. What, what kind of things, what are the, some of the things that, like, when they could, did they ever come in and work with your team at Oklahoma? They did. What are some of the things that they do with you guys to help you guys get that mental edge? Um, the stuff they would do with us was more like team stuff. Like, you have to do everything as a team, basically, to win, to be good, to stay together. Those were kind of the things that we did with them. Mental stuff that we needed individually, we'd go see on our own. I know a lot of us would go see them. Um, Coach Gasso wanted me to go see him once a week, so I was my senior year, and 
that really helped a lot. Um, I was captain my senior year, so that was, I think, one of the biggest reasons she wanted me to go, so that way I was my head was clear all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with a guy named Cody Commander, and he was he helped me quite a bit. Um, what are some of the strategies or things that maybe you used from a mental game standpoint that for the you know young softball players listening to this or for the coaches listening to this that are that are maybe new to the mental game and are looking at well what are some of the things was it goal setting was it a uh, breathing exercises was it you know concentration grids were there anything that you could say hey this is something that I did that helped me grow mental toughness or helped me grow better focus and if you're a youth softball player try this one thing we did do was we would set goals and the thing that Cody had told me was focus on um, the process and we use that term a lot is focus on the process rather than like um, winning a national championship our focus should be that process and what we need to do to get to the next step um, we would set goals for instance um, what was one of the goals we said um, I know one goal for me that me and coach McKay set was to cut down my strikeouts um, and that was my junior year, and I think we cut them down quite a bit. Um, and all around, I was just a better hitter. I, I think my batting average was up quite a bit. My home runs were up. My RBIs were up. Um, but that was my goal for my junior year was cut down the strikeouts as an individual goal. Mm. Um, and what what makes you you know if you had to, if you had to look at maybe Shelby two or three characteristics that you have that have made you so successful what would they be uh i would say my work ethic um i don't i I actually like working hard i like to do do it um it's not one of those things that i have to dread going to practice or dread going to working out i like doing it um so work ethic is big Um, i think just my overall love for the game Mm. What, what about from a like a team standpoint? You know, you talk about some of the great teammates that you've played with, mm-hmm. whether it was with the USA Pride or at Oklahoma. You know, you've been around some of the best players in, yeah. uh, ever. What, what are some of the characteristics that maybe you see in a Lauren Chamberlain or in a Kalani Ricketts or in a Kat Osterman that are some of these the best players that have ever played? What are some of the characteristics that you see that are common amongst those great players? Um, just taking care of each other. Uh. Take care of your teammates like you would your brother, your sister, your mom, or your dad, you know. Um, I always enjoyed that part of always making sure my teammates were taken care of, whether it was on the field or even off the field. Like, whatever they were doing, just making sure they were okay. And um, Sometimes they would call me mom, whatever, but (laughs) I enjoyed that. Um, The number one book you've ever, ever read? Your favorite book, the book that's had the most impact on you, Shelby. What do you think it is? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't really read. Not books. a big fan of books. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll, let's say maybe. Uh, let's see. So, hundred dollar purchases. You've made some hundred dollar purchases or less in your life. The number one under one hundred dollar purchase you've ever made that's had the biggest impact on you. Under one hundred dollar purchase. <laughs> We're changing it around here. We're getting off off um, the softball train. There's the air horn. Camp is over. That's a tough one. What you could 
under $100 purchase. Hmm. I, I don't know. We'll come back to it. Yeah. We'll get back to it in a okay. couple years. Once you start reading books, Shelby, we're going to come back to that and get you going. Hey, I did start reading books right after convention. What are you did going you? to right now? What's, what do you got? What are you reading right now? It was, uh, it's the John Gordon. Yep. Energy Bus? No, I bought that one, but I'm reading um, In the Locker Room. The What's it called? Six, you went in the locker room first? in the locker room first, yeah. yeah. How about that? Um, yeah, I did start reading that one because I learned at convention that I need to start reading books, so. Oh, yeah. You know, we're going to get you going on, Shelby. We're going to get you going on Cliff Notes. I'm going to give a little secret to the people that have stuck with us as far as the podcast. There's a thing called Philosopher's Notes on YouTube. A guy named Brian Johnson. He reads, uh, he goes through these books, and he'll do, like, uh, Cliff Notes, right? So six-page summaries of some of the best books that have ever been written. And then he'll do a 20-minute audio where he basically reads the six-page cliff note so you can either listen to it when you're driving listen to it when you're flying or for someone who's active and likes to run you listen to it when you run or when you're on a bike or you can read the pdf so if you're on the podcast listening to this this has changed my life brian johnson philosopher's notes you can see his videos on youtube if you want to you go to his website you can get all the books i'll share one with you so that you can uh, you can speed up that learning curve on the book reading process because anytime i start to read i fall asleep but if i know yes. i have 20 minutes i'll crush it you know how it is Awesome. Well, Shelby, last question for you. If you could go back and you could talk to, let's say, the senior in high school, Shelby Penley, or the freshman in college, Shelby Penley, knowing what you know now, having been through the battle, been a a, uh, three-time, you know, All-American, a two-time Big 12 player of the year, what would you say to that senior in high school or that freshman in college? To let my guard down um, and be open to whether it's something new in a swing or something new in a throwing, you're throwing or something new in um, the way to field the ball. And um, It always took me a while to trust and let down my guard um, because I had done something for so long my whole life mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this is something new. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 I've been doing this and I've had success with it. Now I'm going to try to change it. Um, that was my biggest thing that I wish I would have done it sooner instead of, say, my junior year, senior year. Because I think that's really when I peaked was my junior year, and that's really when I just surrendered and let my guard down. Um, Because my sophomore year was all right, but I knew I was better than that, and I knew I needed to do something different, and that was letting my guard down and listening to my coaches. Talk a little bit more about letting the guard down. What what do you think kept you from doing that until you were junior or until you were that, that sophomore year? stubbornness I guess just growing up in New Mexico you don't really have these great people to teach you all the stuff they know Um, and so you kind of teach yourself and when you find something that works you stick with it you don't keep trying to change Um, going to college you don't realize like how knowledgeable your coaches are Um, when you're when you've grown up having to teach yourself and then they want to change stuff and you're just like uh um but I think the fact that I knew I was better than what I was actually performing at and just I quit being stubborn. I had to if I wanted to be better. Mm-hmm. Are you, uh, for, for the people that are listening to this, Shelby, if they want to get in touch with you or, or follow your career as a young coach or still playing professionally, still playing for the U-Triple-S-A Pride, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Is it, is it, is it through your Twitter handle of, of at... Penley Shelby, is that the best way? Uh, yeah, that would be 
great. Either just you can tweet me, you can send me a um, a private message on Twitter, whatever is best for you, and I will do my best to um, respond to everyone that has questions or awesome. needs answers. Is there an email from New Mexico that they can get you out if they're interested in coming to a camp or uh, anything? Yes, S uh, Pendley yep. at unm.edu. All right, here we go. So you've got a Twitter handle of at Pendley, that's P-E-N-D-L-E-Y, Shelby, S-H-E-L-B-Y, or an email of S Pendley, P-E-N-D-L-E-Y, at U-N-M, as at University of New Mexico, .edu. Shelby, thank you for taking the time to sit down and join us on the podcast. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Today's podcast is sponsored by Potential Apparel. Potential Apparel is on a mission to inspire athletes to reach their true potential. If you're serious about reaching yours, then you have to go check them out. They make awesome clothing for dedicated and committed athletes. I'm a huge supporter of what they're doing, and that's why I wear their clothing with pride. Make a statement and join the movement today at PotentialApparel.com. Be sure you use promo code Brian Kane with a space between Brian and Kane for 15% off on your first order. Dominate the day with Potential Apparel. Thanks for listening to the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. Please make sure that you visit briancain.com. That's B-R-I-A-N-C-A-I-N.com. And sign up for my Monday message, where every Monday I deliver straight to your inbox videos, interviews, articles, tips, techniques, and strategies that you can use to master the mental game. You can also contact me my website on our contact us page and see my calendar of where I'm going to be in the country and when I'm coming to your area so that we can get together and that we can continue to go out there and dominate the day. This is a production of Corn Belt Sports. The Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast is part of the Top Coach Network.